Dude, yeah. Ooh, Osprey is so fucking good. Dude, he's fucking amazing, I know. Um, when you told me their match was good, again. Yeah, from- Well, I mean, they- Well, they've had- Will Osprey and Ricochet have been wrestling all over the place for about a year now. That match in New Japan last week was particularly good. And it's kind of crazy, too, because before I even really paid attention to who either one of those are, before I got into New Japan, before I even met you, mm -hmm. I've seen that other match there, because everybody was talking about it last year. Yeah, there was all the, is, is the, you know, the argument of, is that really even wrestling? Which, where would you fall on that? Oh, it's oh. wrestling. Yeah. It, it happened in the wrestling ring. If it happens in the wrestling ring, <laughs> it's, it's a wrestling, wrestling match. match. <laughs> Did you see We LC? Is that a wrestling match? You, do you even know what I'm talking about? Is that the, the little person wrestling? That's a little person It's wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. It takes place in a wrestling match. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so welcome to the show. We are Nerds of the Square Circle. I'm your host. I'm Snarf Chris. And I'm Sam Jericho. No dude was the headband today. He was too hurt by how terrible he did at his predictions. Did he get any paper. right? I'm going to go ahead and say for the record that no, he got nothing correct. Like I got um, it, He I got some right, but there were so few that they don't count. He only got two right from the backlash. And we each got three right from NXT. That's five. That's not that's five not altogether. I mean, it's terrible for him. It's terrible for him. It's embarrassing. Which is kind of asinine right now because he's not even here to hand me the belt. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm I won. Congratulations. You know. Thank you. Congratulations, Thank you. Chris. We got a had a lot of wrestling this weekend. We had New Japan Cup, which I'm probably two nights behind on. Yeah, it's kind it's of a weird. Lot of, it's a lot of wrestling. We were talking about it before we started. It's a house show, like mm -hmm. some of these matches. They're just house shows, hard camera, two hard cameras that kind of zooms out. Yeah, and there's something's happening. Well, yeah, they um they wrestle all not every day, but mm -hmm. almost every day for two weeks. Um, all of them, all of those shows aren't going to be big, yeah. you know, quality pay per view kind of shows. So a lot of the events are smaller venues, and what you can tell is that they weren't even going to really. Tape be it. even taping mm -hmm. those except for the fact that people want to keep up with the the super juniors cup so they record it just so they can release it on the new japan because that's the only thing they released was those four matches too yeah so that's an oddness to me from the first night it was like what night three yeah that that happened and i turned it on i was like i think we're watching the wrong thing yeah. <laughs> but it was the right thing it's just the house show yeah um, it's good now uh, it kind of takes me out of it a little bit just watching the one hard camera yeah, it's it reminds me of the um, early ECW TV when they were at the uh, the Philly arena, arena where they'd have like one hard cam. And they'd, that was they'd, it. they'd sometimes move it, cut to other things, but yeah. mostly just one set camera shot. Which is, I mean, if you go to a wrestling show, you're at a That's fixed what position yeah, there. Yeah. You know, it you was get... good. No, I mean, even the the matches there, there was nothing like the right home about was any of the matches, but they were all fine. Yeah. Um. So you really liked. So you so you saw the Ricochet Willow Spray match. From Best of the Super Juniors 2016. Yes, I saw Thought that. that was good. Mm -hmm. um, were you excited about their rematch of sorts? They've wrestled since then, but yeah. Uh, but most uh, of the time, it's always been in like tag teams and stuff like that. I don't. I haven't seen well, too many single matches. I think they had a What them. Culture rematch. I didn't see that one. Yeah. They did one at the. Oh yeah, I did um, see that one. That's when the rope broke, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And uh, they were actually they wrestled in um, Dallas, which I, was before the Super Juniors tournament last year. I, I, that was the next night I got to see Willow Spray versus Zack Sabre Jr., which personally I like a lot more. Okay. Um, I like the, cl I like clashing of styles. It's just different. Um, right, right. You have a very technical wrestler in Zack, um, Zack Sabre Jr., and then Willow Spray is very flashy. And then what's interesting about Ricochet and Willow Spray is that they're so unique 
but then they mirror each other so much in their styles mm-hmm. that it just it's a match that you don't really get to see other than when they face they off do against stuff. each other. Yeah. And they did some crazy stuff in this match. They did. What is that move that they did that everybody's talking about that I, I can't even he does, explain? He does a springboard forward plancha onto Ricochet's shoulders and mm-hmm. then does like a, not a Hurricane Rana, like a Frankensteiner. It's like the West Coast pop where he then yeah. flips him back. So he flips forward and it's like he's rewinding, lands on him and then does back flips flip. backwards. Yeah. It is crazy to see. Yeah. Like, I rewinded it, like, three or four times just to understand the physics of what was happening. And I still don't exactly understand how they did it. Is that a match of the year uh, qualifier for It's up there. If you were, I mean, top five of the year so far. Because, I mean, okay, so what, what, so far it's, it's what? Two Okada matches. It's middle May. Two Okada matches. So we got Okada and, 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 um. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. And then you got the Okada versus um, Shibata match. Which was really good. Yeah. Um, I thought... And I just number watched... one out of all that would be House of Horrors match. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Ishii fought Kenny Omega a few weeks ago. Oh, that one Which was I finally too. just yeah. rewatched, and I thought that was yeah, great. That was really I love good. Ishii. Yeah. But then this weekend, we had uh, Backlash and the UK Championship as well. It was okay. Uh, I, I didn't... It was okay. I, I... Tyler Bate versus Pete Yeah, Dunn, it was that, really good. You didn't... It was good. You're not, you're, it's not you're not nearly either. as ecstatic nah, as you were talking I'm about Osprey and Ricochet. It's mostly because I'm not into the, either one of those guys yet. So, what? so I wasn't invested in what? either what? one of them. You don't need what? What? Where? All you need is that Matt. Chris, you disappoint me. First, Tyler Bate. Because I thought mo- the DIY is, is match amazing. was better than that. So, really? Yeah, See, easily. I, I mean, I really like the DIY. It was good. Uh, yeah. Ladder match. Um, I was the first ladder match I ever saw was. The triangle ladder match from WrestleMania 2000 with the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and Hardy okay, Boys, yeah, yeah. where they do, I'm gonna, I'll admit, too many spots, too much happens in those, and they hit each other. Wait, but it's just my bar for a ladder match is it's high, it's too high. I, I, I'll admit it's it's too high. So I wasn't, I thought there was a lot of great stuff. I thought the, um, like when they both. The stereo jumping off the ladder, splashing onto, onto them yeah, onto yeah. the ladders, where Gargano basically almost missed mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and almost fell off. And uh, when he took the the ladder shot to the face, mm-hmm. those are good. But I mean, the story of that show was what happened after, oh, after. which I've been talking about for hey, what a year. So, I mean, it, at least since we've been doing the show, you called it like six months ago. Yeah, easily. I called it when the Cruiserweight Classic happened and Gargano beat Ciampa. That. Oh, once once Champa turns on him, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna be so awesome. I'm so excited. The way they are able to tell a story with their body language and just their faces. There's no other wrestlers that do that. No, not as well as not right do. now. Not right I now. Mean, not know, right now. Yeah, I would yeah. argue that um, when Randy Orton cares, he can. <laughs> he just doesn't very often yeah. anymore. It's weird. He becomes. He was doing so. Arguably, well, he was interesting it, again, and I don't know if that's because he wasn't in the main event because he was in the Wyatts. But it's always what everybody always says about Randy is if he's into the story, he's into it. Yeah, that's gone now. So I mean, I guess. I guess. Well, he's not champion anymore, and we'll get to that. We, I, you know, we we can we can wait for that. Do we even need to talk about it? Everybody else is talking about it. So let's continue talking about the NXT. Okay, so let's go. We got NXT. We got um, so. Weird show in that it wasn't a weird show, despite the fact that almost all the bad guys yeah. on the show won. It was good. No, it, 
I like to say bad guys now because I feel too many people are so guys. smart and they say yeah. heal. I'm just like, I, you know, let's just. I always say bad guys bad and everybody guys. always corrects me. You correct me all the time. The heal, you mean? They're not bad guys. They're heels. There's a difference. There is a difference. You've said that on this podcast yeah, too, okay, man. Fair enough. Um, but all NXT was really good. It was actually better than Backlash, which isn't surprising. So, Well, I mean, uh, the last two TakeOver shows I thought were kind of underwhelming. They weren't bad. The tag matches on both shows were great. Yeah. You had a DIY against Revival uh, and, uh, AOP in January, yeah. and then the Revival DIY and AOP in um, Orlando. But like Bobby Roode and Nakamura was not... I mean, the hype was there, the energy was there in terms of the show the story yeah, yeah. you know which is my favorite thing about shinsuke nakamura i i liked him in new japan but he was never the guy whose matches i enjoyed the most if that makes sense um nothing against him he's just i'm always was more captivated by his character than his in-ring performances so him against bobby Roode was just a clash of very strong characters but then the match work itself was what you'd expect, but it just wasn't anything where you'd go like that was amazing. Right. The way like Sami Zayn versus Nakamura was last mm. year. Uh so Which be- was great and that's which kind was of great. more than Nakamura I want to see, but they've watered him down so much. Especially I- it really shows it whenever he had the match with uh, Dolph Ziggler this week. Yeah, it's well, that's. In, I'm trying not to expect him to be kicking people's heads off because he's no. not going to do I that. I know though. that, but I want that. That's the Nakamura that I like. Okay, most guys like me, which were casual fans, I would say like a year ago or a year and a half ago, my first introduction into Nakamura was the Sami Zayn match. Yeah. Okay, so I watched the Sami Zayn match, which was one of my favorite matches of last year. Mm-hmm. That's the Nakamura I want to see all the time. Yeah, I completely understand as a being a smart mark that I yeah. can't have that match all the time. I, I I had it was a similar issue I had with Hideo Itami um, and Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. You and that match if was you've fine. Seen, that was good. If you've so. seen their stuff before and you know how vicious they can be, like it or not, that is what they're known for. Kenta is known for his super strong kicks. So mm-hmm. when he seems kind of holding back when he's fighting Bobby Roode. It's it's almost like you're taking away basically what he their is. bread and butter, yeah. like what what they came to dance for. So then you kind of I don't know. It, it's it's not that it's disappointing. It's just what it's kind of what's the point if you're not going to be able to do that thing? Even though yeah, like this, should the, we be endorsing to have wrestlers come in and just kick people's heads off? You know, kicking people's heads no. off. You don't like want Nakamura to injure Ziggler. And, and Nakamura match was fine. It, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be, unfortunately. <laughs> so, and that's, I hate Dolph Ziggler. Uh, and I, I love Nakamura. So I just wanted more out of his first match on TV. You wanted him to concuss himself by headbutting him? That kind of thing? <sighs> see, that's see that's the disconnect. You, you yeah, know, yeah. It, it's, there are a lot of people that don't like that style because it's Hurts people. not really yeah. wrestling. It's not wrestling. It's it's fighting. It's no, real it's fighting. fighting. It happens, we already established okay, it. If it, it happens, happens in the wrestling. Ring. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, but, um... It's weird where you see Nakamura and you want him to just kind of destroy him. I think that was part of my problem with his match with Dolph, too, was that no was offense to Dolph, even. but I, it was too even. Yeah, I really yeah, wanted I Nakamura to just murder him. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like Nakamura and for needed Dolph, that. And if there was ever a time for Dolph to be Heal-ish. Dolph, yeah. well, not heel. I mean, like, Dolph where he gets hit and then he does, like, ten backflips. And he didn't do any you know, of He that. didn't do any of that kind yeah. of stuff. So everything you were saying, like, oh, Dolph's going to, you know, flip around and Nakamura's going to look awesome. That didn't even happen. Now, I saw there, when he debuted on SmackDown, I was at that show in Orlando, when Nakamura came out. 
he interrupted the Miz. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at that show, there was a dark match on that show with Nakamura versus Dolph. They've been doing house show matches house shows, for a yeah, while, yeah. and the the show at Backlash really wasn't even that, that different really? from that. It, oh, okay. So it was it. I, it was extra for me because I was expecting them to like, I've seen what they can do and I know what they've been doing. But then once they get to the show, they're going to take it up a notch. And that's a selfish feeling for me. But it's like, I know that they wrestle six times a week sometimes. Right. And they uh, can't do what Nakamura does. I, understand, I completely but on a, understand. But that. on a pay-per-view, they should have. it should have been balls Even if he wall. doesn't do it all the time, just on select occasions, particularly his debut on pay-per-view, I think they should have gone all out. And regardless of whether that was Dolph, that's Nakamura, that's WWE not wanting to set the bar high, then lower it. You know, I get wanting to not have him kick people's heads off. I understand. It's just, yeah, I do. They like Brock Lesnar, you know, bludgeon Randy Orton's forehead with his elbow. So it's just weird how sometimes they kind of pick and choose what is or isn't okay to do violence-wise in the ring. Um, And to no surprise, best match of the night was Kevin Owens and AJ. Yeah, it was... Um, I don't like the ending. It was kind of a, a cop-out ending. I liked... Well, I knew that they were going to... I knew it wasn't going to be the only one. Yeah. I had picked Kevin Owens to... I had picked AJ to win... By disqualification. But thinking that he yeah. was going to win by disqualification. So they did you do... off of that. that wasn't, yeah, they did something like that. So I knew something like that was going to happen, but it just sucked that right when it felt like they were about to kick it into the next gear is when it happened. Like, if they had gotten another five minutes or Agreed. so, yeah. it would have been... A classic and it's not that the finish the finish leaves you wanting more which mm-hmm. is the point right right, right. um so i thought that and was we've great seen a lot of matches as kevin owens and aj styles did, already did so. you watch his stuff i didn't on watch talking smack? i didn't dude. so what happened on that so so i got a message from you like the next day he's like dude you need to go watch talking smack so what happened kevin owens is like the miz on talking smack but a thousand times better really Talking Smack is becoming maybe my favorite thing in mm. WWE. Apparently, like, it always well, has been. Well, it's I mean. like the well, they don't do a lot of backstage interviews, and the guys that they do do them with. Name the last time someone did an interview backstage and you were like, "I remember that." They don't do that very often anymore. Back in the '80s and the '90s, that was that was that's where the stories that's were where told. the stories yeah. were told. Talking Smack is kind of becoming that kind of a program where you get that little bit of extra emphasis on stories. You have to kind of go out of your way to go see it because it's on the network. Um, and there's my problem. But I mean, Kevin I would Owens have to hit a button to open it. And... Whether they advertise that he's going to be there or or not, he always comes on like he's in a, like he's not supposed to be there, and he just takes over. Has such a presence, like he's really going to assault someone. Like and uh, Rosenberg, is that his name? Peter Rosenberg, the guy that like is bringing it. He's on bringing it to the table on the network. He has. Some oh, he has a wrestling podcast. podcast yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's been uh, doing the, the uh, pre-show and the stuff pre-show like that. stuff like that. He was on Talking Smack because Daniel Bryan's been gone because he has a new baby. Congratulations, Daniel, on a little baby girl. Um, what's her name? Birdie. Birdie. Yeah. Because they're all bees. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because Daniel Bryan's real name is Brian Danielson. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, he uh. <laughs> the dragon. So it's usually Dan O'Brien and Renee Young, which I think is a really good dynamic. I don't like JBL on there as much because he's just too character, caricature. Mm-hmm. He's too hokey. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't have, hate I, it. I don't but have a I problem just, with JBL, but, but I like his character. Kind of gets talking smack. Feels like it's real. real. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it feels unscripted. They kind of give them the gist of where they want to go, and they kind of just say stay in character, and this is kind of where we're going to edge. How it feels. It doesn't feel like. 
it's as scripted as the Monday Night Raw promos, like the terrible Callisto Apollo Cruz backstage segment they have on Raw. Cut out completely, thank God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hulu, man. He asks, he goes on and he's talking to Rosenberg about like who's the greatest, he's the US, greatest U.S. champion, basically saying that he deserves to be recognized as the best in the company. And Rosenberg says, like, well, like, I know that you're the champion, but I think AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the company. And he like walks off and comes back on and just just sits really close to Rosenberg like five or six different times. I you, I can't describe it. It's I just, gotta go watch the it. The tension is it's one of the most tense segments, which is weird that you'd think that in a wrestling company that would happen all the, all time, the time. But it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just hard. I I guess it's because you see this guy, this guy, and you just think, oh, they hate each other because they tell us that. But very few guys can make it seem like he really is an asshole. And Kevin Owens doesn't do it in the ring nearly as well as he does when he's just on the microphone in an interview segment. And I don't know why he doesn't get... He should get those every week. And he would be the biggest bad guy ever. Ever? Ever. Yeah. He's that talented. Before we go into the break, let's talk about probably the most shocking thing that happened over the week. Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton. Did Jinder Mahal beat Randy Orton? I haven't heard that. Yeah, you haven't heard that? Anywhere? No. But that's interesting. I'm sure lots of people are happy about it because he's never been champion. I'm sure a lot of people are cool with it. Literally nobody is happy about this but me. Is nobody happy <laughs> but you? So it's a so, bunch of people that I follow on, on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff, even friends of mine, have been complaining for weeks now mm-hmm. that Randy Orton has the belt still. He's because, like, oh, he's so boring. Why does he still have the belt? They should do something different. He just won the belt. They, sh- they should do something different. They, they, you know, there's always the same thing. And now they push somebody, which nobody expected Jinder Mahal to get the belt. And now everybody's mad that Jinder Mahal has the belt. Okay, so go ahead and break it down to me because I don't think you're too happy about it. Either. I'm not. I'm not happy about it. I'm not upset the way some people seem to be upset mm. when it happened. I think I held my hands on my head for like oh, 10 I did minutes. T- I did too because um, I picked Jinder Mahal. It to really win. was shocking. But I didn't think it was going to happen. And oh. literally, what I said in the last podcast, I was like, I wanted them to win just because I want to see everybody's face in the audience. And then it came true. And then I got to see everybody's face in the audience, which was exactly like I thought it was going to be. I'm all for making stars. The problem I have with Jinder Mahal becoming champion, that you say you're pushing this Jinder Mahal, is that... No AJ work's St- been done. No work's yeah. been done. AJ Styles, when he won the championship last year, it's because... He was working his ass off all year. People were recognizing he was getting more cheers and, you know, getting great reactions everywhere they went. People recognized him as he was putting on the best performances every week. So when he won the belt, it felt like they were giving the guy who already was the top guy the top guy prize. Right. Jinder Mahal is now WWE champion. If he loses the title next week, a week after that, Jinder Mahal is exactly where he was before he won the title. Except now he can say I he's a former WWE champion. champion. Yeah. It's just like Jack Swagger. It's just like The Miz, even. Um, I don't like using a prop to say this guy is the top guy. I think it's interesting. I and he's It's different. It's different. It's he's it. the first... Um, Indian. That's really a Canadian. Canadian. He's God, only the he's only the sixth Canadian, Canadian. champion. Well, I hate that they keep saying like <laughs> we're just supposed to ignore it. We all know he's from Canada. <laughs> yes, we are. If you can accept that Kane and Undertaker are brothers when they're really not, you can accept that. This Jinder is Mahal true. Is not I mean, Canada. it's storylines and stuff um, like that. But 
But yeah, I just I don't. If you go online, you can you can check this. You can look up everyone's record in WWE, mm-hmm. their wins and losses. Do you want to take a guess at what percentage of wins uh, Jinder Mahal has in the WWE? I would be surprised if it's ten percent of his it's, matches. It's like I think seventeen percent. Seventeen. Seventeen percent. Tired. Got a seventeen percent win rate. That guy's WWE. Like you, you get what I'm saying? That yeah, like, yeah. No, no. I understand uh, why people have a problem with maybe not putting the work that they should have into Jinder Mahal. Since yeah. he came in, he should have been just waxing. Like, if he, if he came over to SmackDown and just went on a tear. Annihilated and won and won and won. It would and be better won. in everybody's And eyes. just, like, even if it's just a couple months, like, not even at this pay-per-view, at the next pay-per-view, if he won for, like, 10 or 12 weeks in a row where you put him in a big match every week on SmackDown, or progressively, you haven't beat a jobber, you haven't beat Sami Zayn, you haven't beat this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then and then he beats Randy Orton, then you accept it. Here is a guy who got put in an added-on match at Fastlane against Cesaro, which was a joke match, and he lost, then was on the Raw after WrestleMania and lost. He was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and didn't win. But he came close. He came. I mean, I guess he was the, the second guy in. Well, why isn't like second, last guy? Here's the. Would you accept Mojo Rawley as WWE champion? People wouldn't accept him as champion, and he at least won something recently. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. So no, like I said, I understand everybody's problem with Jinder Mahal winning. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> at least I, WWE is doing something different other than Randy Orton winning, and he still has the belt, and the storyline's still stupid. He does put over. He he's the person that he lost the belt to Mark Henry when Mark Henry became world champion the first time. He lost the belt to Miz when he cashed in. Orton has put guys over, but now that I'm saying that, the guys that he has put over. Weren't didn't really stay over, and that's my problem. Is that if you really are over, you should be working on establishing them. Like for example, if Braun Strowman became Universal Champion, you'd accept it. Oh, everybody, because would. of the way yeah. they've been booking him. Mm. You can't just have someone lose all the time, and then the next day go, "Oh, here's this awesome guy. He wins all the time," and just forget everything that happened. You know, it's. I mean, they do that all the time. I don't they know do why do I'm that all the time. That's so surprising. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to go ahead and go into the break, and we're going to come back and talk about Raw and SmackDown um, from this week. I don't mind Jinder Mahal having the belt. I really don't. But I you think do, you I'm, shouldn't not mind. You should You should, I should feel be, something. Yeah, you I should. should be, like, I should be pissed off. Static, or you should be pissed yeah. off. I'm not as pissed off as everybody else is about it. I'm, I, but you know me. I'm more of letting see how things Bruno play out. Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're not going to say all The of Rock, them. John Cena. I can't believe it. I feel like I ruined it already by saying John Cena. But just like Jinder Hall does not belong on this list. <laughs> but there's other people that has won this belt that deserve this. Like nobody. He hasn't now. even won another championship. Oh, he hasn't, huh? No, he never, I thought he had the tag. No, he didn't have the tag no. team. Himself, no, no, because he was in 3MB, the oh, yeah, worst they never tag won team anything. ever. No, <laughs> they never won anything. He was the least interesting part of 3MB. That's a. That's a. That's a harsh that's a, truth. That's a hard thing to look in the mirror and wake up to every day, huh? Now, I know he has his fans. You know, the don't hinder gender is, <laughs> was, God. was a real thing. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be God. talking about Raw and SmackDown. The Maharaja. Maharaja. 
Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational snarf Chris and the cunning critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe somewhat nerdy radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. It used to be like 75, 25 with Roman and 25% against Roman. No, no, no. Other way. 75% 75 against, against Roman, Roman and 25, 25 against. Now I think it's like 60, 40. I don't know if you... You thought it was only like 25 against Roman? Oh, it might have been more than that. I thought it was... For a while, for a while it felt for, like... For Roman. That's what I meant. 100% against Roman. No, because he gets that uh, yeah pop. Like where they... It, the first people that are cheering right off the back when they hear his music is like, yeah. And then they get completely bled out. He gets out. single mom pop, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll it's give him the chick that. pop. Yeah, the chick pop. <laughs> That's what they call, they call it, that. Do I don't they call it that. Yeah, they call it he that. He gets that, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Chris Jericho says, like, the, the best baby faces are the ones where the girls want to sleep with you and the guys want to have a beer with you. And nobody wants to have a beer with And Roman nobody wants now, to have a beer so. with Roman Reigns right now. We always come back talking about Roman. Because he's interesting? I don't know. Well, we were just, you were just, he's not a bad wrestler. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. We were just we talking about how, there. I don't know yeah, how I, we got on that I subject. don't understand anybody that says that he's a bad worker or a bad wrestler. I can't stand the chance when they do it to him. It doesn't make sense to me. Because I've seen a lot of indie wrestling, and I don't mean like PWG indie wrestling. I mean indie going wrestling. to wrestling in Mississippi yeah, yeah, yeah. and Louisiana and look around the area. Um, I've seen bad wrestling. And Roman Roman's Reigns not is not a bad wrestler. Yeah. He's not a Flashy. tremendous, yeah. versatile wrestler. He's not a versatile wrestler, arguably. He has a very specific specific style. But how can he have these matches that are so great and be bad? It's the same with John Cena. John Cena, at least, I understand because he's sloppy a lot of the times. Sometimes yeah. John Cena gets to the middle of the move, and I think he's already thinking to the next one. He forgets to hold mm. on to the hold. I hate that. Yeah. He seems like he goes through the motions a lot more. Roman doesn't have that going for him. No. He's not as strong as they want him to be. He can't pick up a... He couldn't lift up the ambulance the way Braun Strowman did a few weeks ago. I'll tell you that much. He couldn't lift the Undertaker uh, he in the couldn't WrestleMania lift the Undertaker. match. Um, yeah. Well, you try and do a powerbomb on somebody without them jumping up and see if you can do it. The <laughs> he um there, He's just... I'm not saying that I don't understand the perspective. I just don't think he's bad enough to get the, hate the announced hate toward it. I, I'm i not saying that I and disagree. I, I, I just think people don't like the think... direction and he's yeah. the golden child and Vince likes him. I'm just telling you, at home, if you hate Roman Reigns, I want you to just 
play shut this up. game. No, 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 not that. Yeah, shut up. I'm oh, saying it. Damn. You're just a Roman Reigns, Mark. <laughs> you just love Roman Reigns. You would you want that Roman Reigns um wrestle buddy. Yeah, of course have. I do. They have those. Yeah, I know. I want one. Okay. I'll I don't you, have I'll a, get you one. I don't have birthday. a Roman Reigns action figure actually. I need to oh get one. God. And then I'm going to put Undertaker under his feet. Oh my god. Send the hate at someone nerdy radio at gmail.com. Nope. We're going to get it. But no, just like if you pretend, it's amazing how so much now it's people's perception of wrestlers on the roster is based on what we know about them and their perception by management backstage. Which I don't understand. I don't understand that. that. Um, But I'm just saying that that's what the whole reality era, that's what it's about. It's that you say that Braun Strowman is murdered Roman Reigns and he's gone for weeks on TV. But really what everyone cares about is whether they're going to push Braun into a main event next week or that they're really high on this guy and all that. That's all that anybody cares about now. So if Roman is the guy that can't be touched because everyone loves him backstage and you initially don't like him. Every single wrestler has nothing but good about Roman. All the management likes him. He's a yes man. He is a very company guy. Not yes just man. Just say what you just think good... about what you just said. I want you to hear what you just said. You just described him as this great. Everyone loves him. He's a he's a yes man. Doesn't that make not you me. kind of go ugh? Not a yes man. Hate a yes that man guy. was the wrong. Oh, I don't like terminology. No, I want I want a stone he's, cold. He's, he's gonna... a company. Stone cold was a super company man too. So yeah, but he was also a redneck backstage that also didn't want to put over anybody, including Triple H. <laughs> So, you got that. I think if Roman Reigns was like that, if you saw him broken story, he didn't want to put anybody over. People would hate him or be like, that's, you know. Yeah, but, you know, nowadays, asshole, but, okay, but yeah. nowadays they just write him off TV now. They, that, that world doesn't exist anymore. I'm just saying, if you perceive Roman as this untouchable guy, you're not going to like him. Because you have not, You can't invest in someone that has nothing to do with you. Where it's like, you get behind him or you won't. It doesn't matter. He's going to be this guy no matter what. And for a company to build on baby faces where we're supposed to be in it with him... That's never going to work. I guess. You have to feel like you're in the Balor Club or whatever. <laughs> you know? I always hate it when they start coming up with little niche nicknames for us. So now that I'm a member of the Balor Club, I'm kind of going, ah. Mm. ah. But he's so adorable, so um, it doesn't bef- matter. Before we start moving, because I want to talk about um, Finn Balor, too. But this pa- uh, this coming weekend, which is May 27th, mm-hmm. um, we are going to be at Second and Charles in Covington, Louisiana. So you're around the area, come by and see us. This is Fusion Fest 2.0. Last so, year was awesome. I was, was at, it? I was at last year. Okay. Um, so we're going to have a table there. We're going to be meeting people, um, talking to people. There's going to be Roland Paris there, which is a comic book artist. There's going to be, I don't know his name. It's the guy that does the voice for Scooby-Doo. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's he awesome. Do, he does the voice ever since Kasem uh, Kasem died, I think. Wow. So um, so, so does he do, does he do Shaggy I think he does well? Shaggy too. Yeah. yeah. I think he, he does a bunch of other different, he's a local guy. He lives in New Orleans does or it, Baton Rouge. Does it ruin? The, the the magic if you think that Shaggy is just talking to himself as a dog. I'm sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna be there. We're gonna have a table. Come back and see us if you are listening to the podcast and say hello to us. Philip will probably be there as well. Philip, the dude with the head, dude with head, man. And we'll also have the other guys from somewhere in the radio. They'll also be joining us there. Yeah, it's so. gonna be a whole lot of fun. The whole family. So let's continue. So they announced that there is a five way at Extreme Rules. Finn Balor, blah blah blah. Everybody's in. An Extreme Rules Fatal Five Way. They've been really into Fatal Five Way. Yeah, they have. Recently. Yeah. Who do you think's winning that? Um, I know it's early to start talking about because it it's still like three weeks away, which is just crazy. Because you know, it's two weeks away. It's two weeks it's away. It's one yeah, week yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, there's only one Raw, 
one raw and then the show. I think so we got to do weekend. like we got to do predictions like next yeah. week. We're doing predictions almost every week now that's, that's because crazy. that's how many shows they do all the time. Yeah, because four weeks from now is um, Money in the Bank. You want to do predictions for the May Young Women's Tournament in a few months? Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they announced um, some dates of where they're going to take a place. I guess it's not going to all be at. Full sale? Oh, really? Oh. I um, thought it was all. Maybe it all. Maybe it will be. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do predictions for that. That's cool. The um, tournament stuff is usually pretty good for the WWE. So, well, do you like women's wrestling though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you like it enough to enjoy a full women's tournament? Yeah. Like, would you rather have the cruiserweight classic again, or do you think it's? Do you like the the way the women's revolution is going? That they there's enough. I don't like the I don't like the terminology women's revolution, but well, yeah. It's um, fine. I want. I want. No, I thought the tournament was a good idea. Um, I think they should put Oscar in it. She should win it. <laughs> I agree. just have Oscar win Asuka everything. In it. Like as soon as like just have people drop out. Like imagine how crazy that would be in wrestling now. Like imagine Oscar is just NXT champion. She Forever. comes up to the roster. Keeps so the they belt. just so that she just retires the belt because she can't lose it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And then she wins the women's title and she just never loses. Never loses it. it. And then she eventually retires and re- like imagine that happened. It would be crazy, but they're just gonna throw it away like they did Charlotte's like winning streak. They're gonna, she's gonna lose one night on like SmackDown or Raw, or whatever. Because she they goes just to. decide when they don't care. It's like, about nah, we're done with it now. Do you like the stuff with? Um... Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting really far off base here. Okay, so we got the women's tournament coming up. <laughs> we got uh, G1 over in the summer. We oh, got, yeah, yeah. We've so only G1, got they announced all the uh, American uh, shows that they're gonna be televising and everything like that. So. Yeah. They're going to be playing New Japan G1 Climax tournaments live on Access TV, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. Which is crazy. That's awesome. So I'm going to be able to watch New Japan live for once. With instead English of commentary, yeah, yeah. just on television, which is really cool. Um, like, that really is a big deal. That is I a think big deal. Is. Yeah. If you're we... not watching New Japan, I know we talk about it on this podcast a lot. And the reason we talk about it, because it is really good. Because I got a message the other day. So y'all talk about New Japan too much. Go watch, Go watch it. it. Yeah, it's re- we talk about it so much because it's good. Well, I mean, okay, I really like it, but I understand people that don't like strong style wrestling. We talk about it, that's that what we were talking about earlier. You just don't well, like just good like, wrestling. Then. Well, just you know, like if you can avoid your comment that anything that happens in a in a ring is wrestling. There are people that like sports entertainment more than wrestling. They're just they like the stories, they like the characters. There are people that like the House of Horrors over you know. The House of Horrors was the best match of the oh whole entire God. year. Kid God, man. I don't know why. Okay, so before Obviously, we get... Obviously, you need to go back and watch that match. Before we get to WWE's 37,000 pay-per-views that are happening for the rest of the summer, just the summer alone, uh, we got Extreme Rules. I think Finn Balor, despite kind of seemingly like with his promo with Paul Heyman, that, that might almost make it too obvious that he would win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much he's the... He's not going to win. They don't know that we know that they know we know. He's, why isn't he going to win? I don't win? think he's going to win. Why? It's just a weird person to beat Brock Lesnar. Why and does he have to beat Brock Lesnar? What, what does love, that even mean? I love him for Valor. I really do. Are you saying that whoever wins this has to beat Brock Lesnar? No, 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 and no, no, no. second of all, why can't Finn Balor beat Brock Lesnar? He's too small. He's too small. This is not This wow. is not my thought process. I guarantee you Vince McMahon's having that thought process. Vince F- Balor is small compared to Shawn Brock Lesnar. Shawn Michaels beat Vader. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is a completely different creature. I'm just saying... Finn Balor got brought into the main roster. You think they instantly beat pushed him Roman up like that? Reigns? Yeah, which and was became surprising. the first Universal Champion ever. So you think they get behind him that quick? I think that they were that already quick. behind him. Yeah. I think they are behind him. Yeah. They could have put him in the cruiserweight division. They could have done a lot of oh, things different with him. him. Yeah. No, I know. But I'm just like just be. But they. My point is they that did. they're not looking at him like a small guy, even though he could be. 
they did that to establish that he could beat these giants. Mm-hmm. And I think that while you would have a lot of people, the problem with it is that there are a lot of people like that, that of that mindset that would see him and go, well, he couldn't beat that guy. But then that's where the interest comes in. You that pay to see Brock Lesnar murder that guy. And then when he keeps fl- fighting and clawing his way back, they go, I like that guy. Did you watch the Finn Balor 24? I haven't watched that yet. It's no. really good. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. I saw his. If you're well, not a fan of Finn Balor, watch the 24 uh, special on the network. You will fall in love with him. Well, He's awesome. I mean, first, he might be the most beautiful wrestler they've ever had on Monday Night Raw. With a weird shaped head. But yeah, um, sure. His, oh my, he has what a weird the, shaped what head. What is this? What kind of observation is that? He's got a weird shaped head. Everybody has a weird, you know. I don't want to get into a conversation about different wrestlers' shapes head. I don't. But think I do I have want a to say. Weird shaped I think head. Braun Strowman has a weird shaped head. I have a large head. You do kind of. Have a, I have a no, large head No, I do head have too, a large. So. But I mean, you know. Yeah. But that's not the same. Oh, whatever. Okay, look. <laughs> uh, just because he likes Legos, I watched it um, a couple years ago when he had his um, when he's fighting Kevin Owens for the NXT title mm-hmm. in Japan. They did a bunch of vignettes about him in NXT then. Um, I already liked him before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, But um, I think they could put him in the position as one of their top baby faces. I agree, and that's the position he, he belongs in. And I think... He's the best wrestler on Monday Night Raw. And I think a valiant effort against... Like, case in point, him against Brock Lesnar. If he lost, would you think that that would really hurt him? Because Not at all. everybody loses the Brock yeah, Lesnar, yeah. right? So you could do it, and he could lose, but you could have a valiant, high-profile effort from him... For the title. That automatically rises. That automatically no raises yeah. his stock. I agree. I agree. I was just kind of being devil's advocate earlier about him okay. being too small. But. I don't think it's going to be Samoa Joe, even though that would be awesome. Just because. Samoa Joe and Brock? And Brock. Yeah, that'd be good. Just because they don't. I don't want Roman. Like, as we're much that, as we're Roman a, I'm we're... fan, I don't want to see Roman win because I just don't want to see that match yet. I think they should be saving that for probably WrestleMania because that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, that's the only way they're going to. I don't know. Great balls of fire. That sounds like something Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar would headline. Right, God, I forgot that's the name of the pay per view. <laughs> well, did they say that they didn't say that the winner of the Fatal Five Way gets a shot at the next pay per view? Did they? They just said that they get a shot at. They Brock get a Lesnar. shot. Could they do that potentially on Raw? TV? Or, I don't know. They might. It seems would like that a, change it, who you would pick. It seems like a throwaway because does Brock even wrestle on regular TV? When's the last time you've done that? Well, no, but that's kind of the point. Is that it would create a novel Raw audience? I guess. Right. Right. And then you could have it end murky and then have a rematch at Great Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. Good um, God. I keep forgetting that that's the name of the pay-per-view. But, I mean, you know, I don't understand what's your problem with Finn Balor. He's he's the he's the founder of Bullet Club. Balor Club. And Balor Club. He wrestled Carl, Carl Anderson His name is week. Fergal. His name is Fergal. He beat Carl Anderson this week. What's not to love? And one of the weird things is on that 24 um, um, documentary thing, Kevin Owens only calls him Fergal. Yeah. Like, they wrote, they ride together, apparently, yeah. and they really like Um So he only calls him Fergal every single time. So he refuses to call him Finn Balor. If you knew someone named Fergal, wouldn't you always call him Fergal? Uh, his dad's real name is Finn, so that's where um, they got the name. I don't know where they got the name Balor well, from. but Okay, so not Finn, not Roman, because you think Roman should headline WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar for the next three consecutive years. No, I don't years. think so. I so think that's who'd... what's going to happen, so... Okay, so which so, I don't have a problem with. So now you're making predictive booking. I'm going to be in that building for that, so I want to see that. You assume that you're going to be in the building. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be. You're in not even going to the SmackDown year. show in a couple weeks with me. So oh, that well, isn't a couple. No, I can't go to now. Okay, but um, um I don't well, think it's who? going to be Bray. I, it's going to be it's going to be Balor. It's got to be Balor. 
You're, yeah, you you basically just sound like it's not going to be any of them. Is what but you're Ballard. basically saying. No, it's got to be Balor. I want Why Balor to win. Yeah, it, that's what I said. Yeah, and I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> but you were telling I, me no. I just said I was playing devil's advocate about him being small. So you were just being purposefully contrary. Yeah. Um. Dude with the headband's not here. That's true. That's fair. Well, okay. But if it is, this is why I said all this too. Is because I've read every single thing I just said about Finn Balor online somewhere. Okay. About him being too small. It doesn't make sense for him to beat Brock Lesnar. Who said that? Like like a bunch of people. Like us? Like people saying he's too small? Stupid marks. Well, that's the thing is that you can't say he's too small. I mean, you could argue he was too small before he got put in the match. But they're already treating him. They had Paul Heyman come out and endorse mm-hmm. the hell yeah, out of yeah, him. Yeah, most definitely. He basically said he was the only one that he thought could, could beat him, beat him mm-hmm. which is a crazy... When's the last time Paul Heyman did like that? something like that for anybody? He came out and like arguably turned babyface and just put over the guy. Now, it's possible that He's... they could cut the legs out from he could win, and yeah. then he comes out and does a about face on the promo he did, which I think is likely would happen. Brock Lesnar... Against little guys are my favorite matches. His match with CM Punk from 2013 was awesome. Uh, his match with uh, uh, Dean Ambrose. That's not a good example. <laughs> but see, that's my point. Dean Ambrose is not a small guy. He's not, he seems like he's a small guy. I don't know what not. that is. That's yeah. weird. Because he's like, what, 6'4"? Yeah, he's like yeah, he's 250 or something like that. But he doesn't look like which, a big Which, arguably, I think is the same. that's the same height and weight of Triple H. Mm-hmm. But you would never look at Dean look Ambrose at no, and be like, yeah. He's, he's got the dude. same dimensions as Triple H. No, you know. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because he wrestles in a tank top and blue jeans. I think that's part um, of it. And because he doesn't lift heavy weights, so he doesn't have like bulging biceps and stuff like that. He's a big guy. He only eats salads on uh, Total Divas. Does he really? Yeah. I don't and, watch like the only time I've ever seen him, he's always eaten a salad. Okay. Well, my point is that I just wanted to read. I still Divas regret up. the fact that we never got a Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, I really wanted that awesome. to happen. When he came back in 2012, I thought he needs to fight CM Punk needs to fight daniel bryan now, that's a personal opinion there are a lot of people that don't like daniel bryan and a lot of people that don't like cm punk that doesn't make those sense. people but they exist <laughs> so those are the same people i imagine that don't like finn balor so yeah finn balor i want to win this um and then on smackdown they announced oh that's what will happen he's gonna fight he's about to win and then braun Strowman comes in and destroys them and they can talk Bra- about how he's back early braun Strowman though... is out for six months he, he showed pictures of his surgery so he's yeah, out he, he like they had to rebuild his do you want to put money down that he about whether back early? Be back oh, early? Well, they always say it like, like six months. That means what? Four, two. I'm gonna say yeah. two. This is a pretty serious surgery. <laughs> yeah, but he's Braun Strowman. He's the he mountain is. among men. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so on SmackDown, they announced the Money in the Bank uh, pay per views coming up, and they announced the six wrestlers that are going to be in that. Do you think it's weird that? I mean, I guess the con the compromise is Raw got Extreme Rules. SmackDown gets Money in the Bank. Yeah, but it seems and like if one of them was going to get it. I like that SmackDown got it. I do too. But it is weird it's that it's weird would be... that it's not a co thing. Yeah, you think it that should would be, be like co... maybe four on four SmackDown guys and small raw four Raw guys get the contract, and when they can do that in the storyline, because if like a Raw guy won it, maybe the stipulation was you could challenge for the SmackDown belt. They could still do that. They could still and do no, that. No, they wouldn't they, do that. Not now. They wouldn't Smackdown. do it now. But it, it's in. It's weird that it's only a SmackDown thing. Because Money in the Bank, to me, just seemed like one, that's a big deal to get the Money in the Bank. It was. So when it was at WrestleMania, that was my favorite part of WrestleMania for a few years. It was. It's the only new concept they've basically come out that. Because even like Hell in a Cell's pay-per-views and the Elimination Chamber pay-per-views, I think, are kind of mm-hmm. really hurt by the fact, because those always seem like blow-off stipulations, mm-hmm. but Money in the Bank is its own thing. It's about creating a new person, so it really works as its own show. So it does seem like 
it was kind of like the new King of the Ring and like their 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 middle of the summer because there was there used to be the Big Five where there was WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, or the Big Four, but the fifth one was King of the Ring, which would happen between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. There's rumor they're bringing that back too. Yeah, but I mean. Would it be just a raw thing? And then that's stupid. I mean, what was it? A couple of years ago when Wade Barrett went, the last several King of the Rings have been terrible. Mm-hmm. They seem so like they're going to be awesome. And then, and nothing, then right yeah. at the end, it gets. Well, I mean, when William Regal won a few years ago, they were, from what I've read, pushing him really hard that he was, that was going to end up where he was actually going to become like WWE champion. Oh, really? But then he um, got suspended for failing a wellness test. So they took it all away from him. So they've had glimmers of it, but the but mo- more often than not, it seems like it's a curse to be King of the Ring than it does to be. I mean, I say that, but then you know, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Edge, there you go. There, there are a lot of Stone Cold. Uh, there are a lot of strong ones, but there are a lot of weak so ones. So Money in the Bank is going to be Nakamura, AJ, Jesus. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, all those, the top guys on SmackDown. Those three matches all together. It's it's why I said the same. I was talking about it with the uh, the the Fatal Five way. I don't like. When there's all this build up to these individual programs, and then they kind of get lost in the shovel because all those guys just get thrown into a big multi man match. That being said, I'm really excited about money. This is going to be really good. Really um, well, the rumor was that they were going to do a, a girls one too. But I don't think I, they I have never thought that girls. Was, I don't think that was a, a genuine yeah. suggestion. I mean, I don't think that was a plan. I think mm. that people Wanted were that. talking about yeah. it. That was really cool. I mean, we're getting a women's tournament in the summer, which will be cool. And maybe they'll do another one. It's just, I think there aren't enough women on either roster for it to work. Matter? I think if they did a Money in the Bank double branded, if you mm. had women from Raw and SmackDown in it, that that could definitely work. work. But it's just oh, you know the, what I forgot, we forgot to talk about too is the the UK um, show was this weekend. Yeah. Well, you said you don't like Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne, so I don't want to talk about that. With that was you. A I don't good, know what's wrong good, with you. It was a good night of wrestling. What's wrong that with was you? a good. Of course, Friday it wasn't a good night of wrestling. Do you not like Progress? Progress. I've never seen it. So in on Progress, by the way, if you don't, if you're unaware, that's where Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and Trent Seven. They're all from. They're right? all from. And um, there, they're in a group together. They're all heels. Because they're conceived, they're perceived as uh, sellouts because they all are with WWE. Now. Oh, really? That's cool. So, like Pete Dunne does like the pedigree. They did a show recently where they came out and they like spit the water, like like Triple H. It's awesome. That's cool. Uh, but I just think it's so great that like they're basically cohorts in their own else, program. Yeah. But then when they come to WWE, they're bitter rivals. That's cool. Um, I think that's pretty much all we got on this week. Come visit us on Saturday. Tomorrow, if you're depending on what day you're listening to this, on May 27th. Or go back in time if you're listening to this later. Yeah, or if you have a time machine, come back and visit us at Second and Charles this weekend, and we'll have a table somewhere there um, at Fusion Fest at Second and Charles in Covington, Louisiana. That's um, a weird. Here's a weird on the spot question. Oh, you had a time God. machine, Chris, uh-huh. and you could go back in time. You can't save the president or you know really change anything, but you can buy a front row ticket to any wrestling match. That's happened in the history. Andre and Hulk Hogan. You would be in the front row of mm-hmm. Andre versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Like that you didn't even easy. think about, even that. Think about why, that. Why? Why that match? Because it, of the energy. It's, it's, it's a history thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the one match you'd like to yeah, say that, that you would were be there. Match I would want to. I want to be at WrestleMania 17. Why? Because that was the first WrestleMania when I was a like my first real WrestleMania as a kid that I was really just invested in Into. all the product. It's also just the best WrestleMania ever, in my opinion. It's up there. Um, it's one of my. If I could be at any show, that's my favorite show. You want to get older than that just for history reasons? No, I mean, you know, I've seen it. I can watch yeah. it on the network. You can watch that one on the I network. I got 10 bucks a month. Yeah, but it's just, 
every time that's why i'm basically when i watch it i always think why because it was in houston i could have gone if i was you know if i had enough tenacity to pull in my parents pocket i guess so anyway um join us next week we release a podcast every single friday um hopefully uh philip is bringing me the belt to hand to me at uh, Fusion you know, Fest this get, weekend. Don't get cocky. Um, so I am now the new champion for I'm at least glad, two weeks. <laughs> no, I'm 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 sorry, um, but Philip had a really long streak of making lots of correct match predictions. He got and so I'm, wrong and he this got week. So awesome. cocky, and I'm very happy to say that his his rug got pulled out from under. Actually, no, I'm like, sorry, Philip. So as I was looking, I'm as the night was going on, and I realized there was no way in hell that Philip could win. And then I realized me or you were either... I was either going to beat you or you were going to tie me. So That's I knew a, I wasn't going to lose math, no matter what. Is that the math you got there? Like, well, Philip can't win, and Sam might not win, and there's three of us. So, yeah, that means <laughs> that I'm going to win. So when you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, um, there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on sowentnerdy.com. Take the time, if you dug the podcast, to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you are using. It will help us out greatly. It helps us raise up in the ranking and more people find out about the podcast. All the new listeners, because every week we have been getting tons of new listeners. Our, our podcast numbers pretty much double every week. God so knows why. I don't know why, um, but thank you for listening. <laughs> so, um, But that's all because of y'all. It's all from word of mouth. That's basically how our podcast gets across. So if you have a friend that's into wrestling or into wrestling podcasts, make sure you direct them. Or into James Ellsworth, into obscure see, uh, see, time almost, travel questions. I almost got... Yeah, actually, into... uh, answer the question um, that Phil, um, Sam just asked. If you can go back in time and watch any match live front row, what would it be? Put it in the show notes page or on Facebook or Twitter. Us at some nerds. I think that's where we are on Twitter. It's all in the show notes. Page. It's all in the show it's notes. It's all page. down there. Just look below what you're listening to. We are Nerds to Square Circle. We have been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. And we will see you next Friday. Thank you very much, guys. Bye-bye.